Welcome to the Art Coaching Club podcast. I'm your host, Haley Price, artist, owner of the online art gallery, The Scouted Studio, and business coach for artists. With experience starting and running my own art business, growing an online art gallery, and coaching artists internationally on how to grow their careers, I've learned the art world inside and out. I've made all of the mistakes so you don't have to. Every episode will be a little bit different, but I promise that each week I will show you how to tackle your biggest business challenges so you can get back in the studio doing what you love. Now let's get into it. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be back with you this week. I'm really excited about today's episode. It is nine business principles that have completely changed the way I think about my work. So each one is either a different piece of advice. It could be a quote. It could be just a lesson I've learned. They're all a little bit different, but I did pick out nine of the top things I have learned over the years that have completely changed the way I thought about my business. So they haven't, it's not advice like do your taxes or this is how you, you know, it's not, it's not like some of my other podcasts where I talk about this is how you do something. These are more broader, big picture ideas that have changed the way I think about my business in the big picture. So there are nine of them. I really think you'll enjoy them. A couple of them are are pretty famous. So you might've heard them or read them or watched them before if they're videos. And then a couple are just things I've learned. So they're not, you know, very articulated quotes or anything incredibly powerful, but it is little lessons I've learned that I still think will be helpful to you and something you can bring into your own business. So to get into it, I want to start with one of my favorite lessons I've learned. I think I read this probably four or five years ago now, but it is the 1000 True Fans article by Kevin Kelly. If you go on Google, you can find this. It's very easy to find, and I definitely recommend reading the whole thing. If you remember, I did a whole video on this. It was one of the first videos I've ever did, so you'd have to really scroll back. But the concept is you don't need millions of followers. You don't need to go viral. You don't need to be an international pop star (laughs) to make it big you only need a thousand true fans and the concept is you have a thousand true fans you sell them a 100 hundred dollar product you have a hundred thousand dollar business and obviously that math can be changed any way that works for you if most of your products are five hundred dollars most of your pieces of artwork you need half that many fans or if you don't want to make a hundred thousand dollars you know you only need a cheaper product or half as many but the concept is there obviously we don't need to get into the math y'all can do that math but The concept is you don't have to go viral. Instead, you need a core group of people that absolutely love you and would buy from you again and again. And it it comes back to something I talk about all the time, which is finding your ideal customer. I think what Kevin Kelly is getting into in this article is you don't need millions of followers on social media that half like you. And he's not talking about social media necessarily, but I'm putting it into that context because we talk about it a lot. Instead, you need a core group of people that will buy from you again and again, that will vouch for you, that will talk about you to their friends, so word of mouth marketing, and that's how you're really going to build your business. So it doesn't have to be a thousand. It can be whatever number you know you have, but but do that ideal work customer worksheet that I have in the membership or or figure out who your main customer is and really dig deep and figure out who that person is, who your repeat customers are, what they look like, and understand that those are your true fans and how can you build upon that audience. It's a great article. I definitely recommend checking it out, but it really gets to the core of you need your core 
group of fans. You don't need tons of people that just kind of follow you or come to your website every now and again. You want the people that, you know, would tell everyone about your business and just can't wait for your new products to come out. So it's a great article. I definitely recommend you check it out. The second principle that I want to tell you about today is actually just something I've figured out in my own life. And it's that quote that do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life has always bothered me. And I think it's because I work with so many artists, they go full time and then they're kind of asking me why, why am I not completely fulfilled? And this comes back to, it comes back to defining success for yourself and we talked about this in a previous podcast, but what does that look like? Because if you're just coming into this and you are telling yourself, well, I'm doing what I love, so everything should be should be perfect, that's very misleading because at the end of the day, doing what you love still is going to take a ton of work to be successful, to get it off the ground, and you're going to have to put a lot of work in and kind of turn your passion into a business, which in a lot of ways isn't as lovely as people think. Not to say you shouldn't pursue your passions, but I think it's also important to be realistic. So what I think the quote should be is find what you love and what you're extremely, you know, an area where you're talented and then you will work every day of your life, <laughs> but you'll love it and you'll know that it's your calling and what you should be doing. And so I think my advice with this is to understand what you're getting into when you're pursuing your passion as your business and understand that you need to have little areas of your passion that are preserved to remain your passion because I think when you if you're a painter and you put everything in and you try to sell everything you might lose the love that you originally had for your artwork and I think you also have to understand that because it's something you love doesn't mean it's necessarily just going to take off you also have to put in a lot of a lot of time and effort to get any business off the ground so that's just kind of a piece of advice number two that I've learned over the years and I think it's just at the end of the day be realistic where you're going into a business even though it's something you love it's going to be a lot of work and there's going to be days you don't love it and I love what I do I love painting I love selling artwork I love doing this and working with clients but there's days I don't want to get up and do this you know I'd rather be on a vacation or doing something else so that's just kind of lesson number two lesson number three This one's a quote by John Cage, and it's, be open to whatever comes next. And this, I think, relates to to goal setting in a lot of ways, because we talk about goal setting, but I always say be flexible. And I think it kind of relates to opportunities come to those who are prepared. So you do goal setting so that you're on the path to be successful, but you're also preparing yourself for opportunities that arise. And so I think what this quote is getting at is be open to whatever it is that's presented in front of you. Don't be so dead set in your goals or dead set in your ways that you kind of miss the elephant in the room of some amazing opportunity that's right in front of you. So I really like that quote. I think it's simple. I don't think it's anything crazy, but I think it is something we can all pull into our lives and use to really grow and enhance our businesses. Lesson number four is completely something I've discovered for myself, but I think a lot of entrepreneurs talk about it all the time. I've heard it discussed in podcasts, so I don't, I'm not claiming this is something I've discovered, but it is just, just do it, just start, launch the thing, hit enter, press play, whatever it is. I think 
even some of you that I talk to, you research and research and you plan and plan and you want everything to be perfect. But what I always say is just start. Nothing is going to be perfect. This podcast, the first few episodes, even this episode, not great, but I had to just start because you learn along the way. And I saw that with the membership. I just had the idea, was excited about it, and I launched it and I ended up having to switch platforms. It wasn't the way I wanted it to be. I actually changed the pricing structure. So there was a lot of things that went into it. But but why I think this is so important is if you're constantly waiting and you're constantly waiting for everything to fall into place and everything to be perfect, you're missing the opportunity to fail. And if you if you don't fail, you don't learn. And it's kind of ironic, but you have to put yourself out there to see what works and see what doesn't work to create the best version of something. You can't just sit and research and read and listen to podcasts and try to figure everything out before you launch. You're going to learn the most by actually doing the thing. So my piece of advice, number four, is is just start. Just do it. Obviously, learn what you need to learn, but once you get the most the most viable product, the most basic version of whatever it is you're trying to do or put out there, launch it and then learn from there. Number five is from Peter Diamandis's 28 Laws. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but he's a space tech billionaire, I think. Um, He makes a lot of money. But he basically wrote these 28 Laws. It was in a book I read. And I just kind of pulled some of the ones I like the most out So number 22 is the day before something is a breakthrough. It's a crazy idea. And this, I think, relates to number what I just talked about, which was just start. Don't be afraid. The day before something is amazing, it's just a crazy idea. So it's just kind of that concept of just go. His 24th law is without a target, you'll miss it every time. And this is, I talk about goal setting a lot and setting SMART goals. So a SMART goal is one that is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So instead of saying, I want to sell more artwork, you could say, I want to sell 10 pieces that are this size and this price by the end of the month. So I think this, this quote of without a target, you'll miss it every time is really interesting because it's basically saying, if you don't know exactly what you're aiming for, you're aiming for nothing. His next law, I guess, that I really like is number 25, and it's, again, relating to what I just talked about, about just starting, and it's fail early, fail often, fail forward. So, again, coming back to this concept of of just starting, it's okay to fail. In fact, every business venture has failed at some point, but that's how you get better. That's how you improve. You learn from those failures. So I just think that's a great, easy concept. And then finally, the last one I I pulled out was number 26, which is if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. And again, this completely relates to SMART goals. So if your goals are arbitrary and subjective, you you can't reach them because how do you realize if you've reached them or not? If you can't measure them, you can't improve them is all this is saying. It's exactly what this is saying. So I think that's a really great concept and one that definitely has encouraged me to get very specific with what I want, with what success looks like, and with how I want my goals to look. The next concept I want to talk about is know when to say yes to opportunities and no to things that might might take time away from the ability to say yes to those opportunities. So obviously I talk a lot about 
knowing when to say no, but I think, you know, relating to some of the stuff we've talked about before, it's really important to know when to say yes and being open to opportunities and being open to whatever comes next, the quote I talked about before. And I think it's, it's really personal and it's something, it's a skill that grows over time, but I think really listening to your intuition and your gut, and I know that's a little kind of woo woo, but I think really knowing yourself and knowing what success looks like for you and knowing internally what is a great opportunity will come over time. But I think understanding how to say yes to risks, but also how, how to say no to things that are taking time away from allowing you to grow. So saying yes to maybe a a solo show and that's something that terrifies you, but it's something you've always wanted to do knowing to say yes to that opportunity but maybe a gallery or trying to think maybe a gallery that you've worked for for years who's never sold your work it just hasn't been a great partnership ask you if you want to swap out some of your work and do another collection maybe that's time you just say no I think I need to take a step back and and maybe your market isn't a good match for mine and that's okay and that might to be scary to you because you're you're losing a gallery but I think that's exactly what I'm I'm trying to say with this here is know when to say no because that's taking your time and that time could be devoted to a different and new opportunity number seven is afraid and brave can coexist and this is a concept from Brene Brown and I think it's just really interesting from a business perspective because I think so often we're told to be brave or told to just do it I mean I've even said that in this podcast just go for it you know be assertive put yourself out there but I think we're also simultaneously afraid a lot and told not to talk about it but I think it's actually a good thing to be both I think learning how to know when you are both is also a very strong indication of you're moving in the right direction so when you're afraid that fear a lot of the times is is nerves excitement you're nervous because you know it's a good opportunity and you know that it's something that's going to move the needle forward. But that bravery comes in and that's when you're saying, I'm afraid because I know this is something I need to do. I'm going to be brave and push myself into it. So I think it's a really interesting concept and something that if you can pick up on those emotions and pinpoint why you're feeling that way, it can be a really good indication that maybe whatever is causing these emotions is something you should pay more attention to. I think that's a really strong concept for business, but also just for your personal life. It's okay to have mixed emotions about things, but I think understanding the root cause of those emotions and understanding how to channel those emotions into doing what needs to be done is how you're going to grow, live your best life, grow your best business, and be successful in the ways you want to be successful. Moving on to number eight, this is a extremely popular video and book, but I definitely recommend you go and watch the video Start With Why by Simon Sinek because I'm not going to be able to explain it as well as he does, but I will try to briefly cover just what it's about so you have a little bit of a an entry into it. But it is all about inspiring people to act, not to, it's basically about inspiring people, not manipulating them into purchasing from you and it goes into all these different examples from different businesses and it's just such an incredible concept because it it 
gets to the root cause of of why and we talk about you know what is your why why are you an artist why are you doing this what what is your why in terms of success but I think you also have to understand your ideal customers why which is kind of what this video gets into it's why would they buy from you what about you is speaking to their wants and desires and how can you inspire them to reach those emotional desires and wants through purchasing from you or working with you or whatever that looks like so it's a really powerful marketing technique and a great way to think about your work a little bit more it's just a next level way to think about your work but the video is incredible and I definitely recommend watching it because it will take your your marketing and your business just to the next level the last concept I want to cover is something that I think a lot of you probably already do because you listen to this podcast and it's never stop learning and this is something that has really impacted my life and it's why I've learned all these things I've just talked about is because I've constantly been reading I constantly take courses I'm always listening to podcasts I think it said the average person listens to seven hours of podcasts a week I don't know if that's accurate don't hold me to that but I feel like I read that somewhere but this can come in a lot of different ways however you like to learn but I think just even if you're at a great point with your business you're selling a ton of work, you're working with a ton of galleries, there's always room to improve. And that doesn't have to mean improve monetarily or improve by selling more work or painting more pieces. It can be improving other aspects of your life. And all of this just comes from continually learning. So that can obviously look like reading, listening to podcasts, joining something like the membership, working with a coach. But always finding ways to continually push yourself, find different pieces of advice, find different ways of thinking about things. An example from my own life is I took a course three years ago and it was expensive and I was kind of nervous about taking it because I've heard great things, but my, my intention was to go in and improve the scouted studio, the gallery aspect of my business. But I was nervous that I was putting a lot of money in. I went to business school I was at a decent place with my business. Was I going to get really the next level learning that I wanted for the money I was paying? was basically my hesitation. But what I learned was I took this course and it wasn't teaching me. It did go into business basics and, and goal setting and stuff like that. But what it really did was was teach me concept like concepts like we're talking about today. So how to think differently, how to how to broadly think about what you want from your business and how to get creative with what your business looks like. And it actually led me to do an exercise that basically was asking, what is your unique skill set? And I think this is something you should all ask yourselves. And for me, I was thinking more and more about it. And I realized it's not the artwork and it's not selling the artwork. You know, those are skill sets I have, but I think those are skill sets a lot of people have. It was that I have this unique combination of being able to do both with a business background and an artistic background. And maybe my secret weapon was that I had both the strong left and right side of the brain. What could I do with that? And eventually this led me to realize coaching. I'm already helping artists. I'm already talking to artists about this. Maybe this is something I can turn into a business. And lo and behold, <laughs> look where I am now. I have one-on-one coaching clients, the membership, and 
obviously this podcast. So I'm not saying go just sign up willy nilly for courses, but I think a lot of this can be gained from podcasts. A lot of this can be gained from reading. But then if you do come across something that seems like a great opportunity, I think it's good in a lot of ways to put money into something like a course or something, you know, a paid program or a paid service because when you put money into it, you're more likely to stick with it, see it through and use it. And that's what I learned with this course. You know, by putting in the amount of money I did, I really spent time in it, took everything seriously. Like she would say, for example, I want you to now go sit and think about what we just talked about for 15 minutes and, and write down a whole, you would have to write, you know, journal without stopping for 15 minutes. And I think if I had paid a lesser amount for that program, I wouldn't have done those things. But because I had paid more, I was committed. I wanted to get the most out of it. So I put the most into it and I actually got the most from myself out of it. So I do think at times, you know, always be learning and always find free content. But if you do find something that's you do have to pay for, but it seems worth the money, I always say I, go for it if you can, because it can really be something that takes takes your business to the next level. So to summarize, just to kind of run back through everything one more time, the things I talked about were number one, the 1000 True Fans article by Kevin Kelly. Number two, kind of the misnomer about do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Number three, be open to whatever comes next, which is a quote by John Cage. Number four, just start. Don't overthink it. Don't over-research. You'll learn as you go. Number five were Peter Diamandis's 28 Laws. Again, not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I pulled out four of my favorites, but again, I recommend you Googling that and reading all of them. Number six was know when to say yes to opportunities and know when to say no to things that take you away from being able to say yes to those opportunities. Number seven, afraid and brave can coexist. An idea by Brene Brown. Number eight is start with why, the video and book by Simon Sinek. Number nine is just to never stop learning. So I hope you found all of these interesting and insightful, and if nothing else, just made you think about your business in a new and different way. But what I recommend for you to do now is to go off and find these lessons for yourself. Find your own list. You know, I pulled nine today, but even find one thing. Just constantly be on the lookout when something makes your ears perk up or makes you think about your business in a different way. Write it down. Put it up on your on your bulletin board or keep it on your computer in a notes tab and and just put it somewhere where you can see it and you can come back to it and it'll remind you to stop and take a step back and think about the bigger picture for your business and think about how you can continually grow and just think outside the box and develop your business in new and exciting ways. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and these nine business ideas and advice that I went through today. If you enjoyed it, please like and subscribe. It would mean a lot. If you want a deeper dive on some of these concepts and just art business coaching as a whole, you can always sign up for a one-on-one with me. The first 15 to 30 minute session is completely free 
And as always, you can always join the membership where we put out weekly content and that starts at only $10 a month. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will be back to talk to you again next week. 